Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast. Today is a big one coming at you guys. I am not holding anything back as we are nearing the end of the year, and today's episode is no different. Today, I'm talking about the biggest mistake, mistakes, mistake, (laughs) and shift that has happened for me this year. And really what that means for 2023. And the reason why I want to share this today is that if any of you have experienced anything that I'm about to share, I just hope that this gives you just the reminder and the awareness that you are not alone in this crazy breakdown that we are currently in, in this world, um, in so many of our businesses, this rebirth, this reshift that's happening. And that is where I'm going to flow in with today. If I could sum up 2022 in one sentence, for me, that would be this. Really rooting and standing in my decision-making power. And that has been huge for me. And with that idea, standing in my decision-making power has been the, the big thing for me in 2022 which lends to some of the mistakes or really maybe a challenge. I think that's probably a better word for it. The challenge for me over this past year and really the last couple of years, but I feel like it kind of came to a head this year and I couldn't hide from it or deny it anymore was alignment. And what I have really learned about alignment this year is huge. And I'm excited to dive into that. And so as we, as we start on this path, I would just love if you could just be with me in your heart space on today's episode. If you want to go back and listen to the recording and take notes or share your thoughts or whatever at a later time, great. But just for this first go round, this first listen, just be with me. If you have headphones, put them on so we can just really dive in and talk about what it means to stand in your decision-making power, what this has looked like for me this year, and this challenge of alignment and how I've been able to shift that. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started. So what I have learned about alignment this year has been this, and I think it really just goes back to what does that even mean, that word? And it gets thrown around a lot. From what I've read in a quick Google search told me, <laughs> alignment is really, it's, the, it's a position of agreement or alliance to a situation, a cause, or a person. So in essence, when we align with something, we are basically in agreement with it. And once we are in alignment, It really encapsulates our thoughts, our choices, and our direction in life. And most importantly, it allows us to honor our core values. It allows us to protect our joy and peace. It allows us to finally declare and discern what boundaries are to us. And it's so important that both our intentions and our actions are in harmony with each other in order for alignment to be something that really protects us and also nurtures us at the same time. And what I have learned about alignment, or should I say misalignment this year, is that when we settle, 
or better yet, when we are out of alignment, when we lower our standards of what we know we're worth, when we lower our desires, even just a little bit, things go haywire. They just don't work. And I've often shared with you on this podcast that a lot of times when we do something like this, this is the thought process. We think to ourselves, okay, there's this thing that I really want, this big thing that I really want, but I'm afraid that I won't get it or that people will say no to me if I offer it, if I launch it, if I put it out there. Or if I do those things, if I put it out there, people will think things about me or I'll get some kind of judgment. And so it's just this swinging between the knowing what is real and true for us, the alignment for us versus the fear of just owning the alignment. And so what happens when we have that fear is that instead of being true to the alignment, we actually lower our worth and value. We choose to go out of alignment. And even if this is done a little bit or a lot of it, because what happens is that we, we tell ourselves, okay, if we just lower this a little bit or a lot, this will be safer. This is going to make what I want happen easier. So that must mean that it's going to become more of a guarantee if I make this a safe and easy bet. But here's the funny thing about that. In reality, the exact opposite happens. It actually makes what we want so much harder to get. It makes it so much less of a guarantee. It really waters down and lessens the entire beauty of what the universe really wants for us and wants for the entire experience. Now, this idea of lessening the worth and value of something, of being out of alignment, it occurred to me earlier this year that some of my offers and, and more importantly, how I was offering them, how much I was giving versus receiving was not aligned with my greater vision. And although I do absolutely want my work out in the world and I want as many people that want my offers to access them as possible if they are in true alignment with it, but at first it has to be in alignment of its value and of my vision. If it's not, it's just not going to work no matter how much I try to make it accessible. So let me take you back to about a year and a half ago. At this point, I had a book that was about to come out and I started listening to all of these experts, you know, these, these people in the publishing industry, these experts that, that knew about book strategy, these experts that had done all these big best-selling book launches, all of these people. And everybody kept, kept telling me, you have to go more mainstream. You have to try to go more mass audience. If you want the book to be a success, you need to hit the masses. You need to hit the mass audience. You need to widen the net. So for me, this meant talking to a completely different audience because a mass audience and really a $29 book buying audience was completely different than what my clients and community had been prior. You know, I have been very intentional going all the way back to really when I first started and, and even more so in 2019 to start speaking to a more higher level woman, 
uh, more sophisticated in her businesswoman because I was also growing to higher levels and I was feeling called into that. But then in 2021, I was now being told to speak to, well, everybody, mass market. And here's the thing. I'm not for the masses. I am not Walmart. But instead of knowing that about myself and knowing that truth about my vision, my values, my community, what's in alignment for me, I decided to instead listen to the quote unquote experts, listen to the strategists, listen to the publishers, listen to the marketing people. And it caused a massive incongruency. Now, it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with mass audience, and I'll I'll get to that in a minute, but I'll never forget when earlier this year, and we were now already months in this thing of like trying to fit ourselves into this mass audience that we really were not made for. And my publishing house calls me and they're like, Julie, are you sitting down? And I'm like, no, (laughs) what's going on? And they're like, well... Unfortunately, we just got a call from Target and they have decided to not take your book. You know, they're not going to be selling it in their store. And then they went into this big thing about why they made the decision and da, 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 da. And in that moment of them talking to me and them kind of talking at me, like I was going to be so upset that Target didn't take my book. It just hit me like a ton of bricks in that very moment. I remember saying to my publishing house, of course, Target is not going to take my book. Because I am not Target. I am not mass audience. Of course, they're not going to take my book. And it was just like a light bulb went off. And like there was like a smack across my face being like, Julie, what are you doing trying to fit your brand in a mass audience box that it is not made for? And here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with Target. I love Target. I love shopping at Target. But I am not Target. And I know a lot of my friends that do mass really well. They're a mass audience brand, but that's just not me. And again, as much as there had been a piece of me that was like, I just want to make this easy. I just want to make this accessible. I just want to make this fit. That's really not why I'm here. I'm not here to necessarily make things easy. Now, I'm also not here to make things hard. But I am here to be a leader and to be in alignment and be in integrity with where I am being led and who I am called to serve, which is really someone who is in proximity to my own level of growth and evolution. Trying to be for the masses was a massive misalignment for me. It caused us to skew the direction of our marketing, the direction of our offers. It caused us to call in a lot of different people to become attracted to my work, which led to another misalignment. You know, whenever I first started this work back in 2016, I really did feel that people connected with me for heartfelt reasons. They felt connected to me. They felt a deep resonance with my words and the way that I spoke and how I was guiding and leading. You know, it it was like, oh, you know, there's something about her that I resonate with. And that connection, it was never superficial or transactional. There was always something more. But as I began taking this shift 
to try to talk to a larger audience, to try to talk to a mass audience, even though I knew in my gut that that was not where I was supposed to be. That is not where I was being led. It became clear to me that people were starting to choose to work with me simply because they felt that they could get something from me. Simply because they just thought that I was successful and, and it, and like they could just get something from that. And this left me feeling empty. This feeling was like, well, I don't care about you, Julie. I just want you to tell me how to get rich. In reality, like I don't care about Julie or Julie's brand or who she is at all, but I'll pay her to tell me all of her secrets so I can get rich. And that is not who I want to serve. That is not ever, that was never my intention. But I started feeling that from people and it started to really take away my passion for my work. Now, of course, this wasn't everyone, but it was enough for it to start feeling not in alignment to me. It was like I was speaking a foreign language, like I was trying to move forward into this higher evolution and experience. And it wasn't that I was leaving anyone behind. They just didn't want to come. And so I started getting to a place that, you know, my inner voice was just saying, Julie, what are you doing? Like, why are you trying to be for everybody? You know that you're not for everybody. And that is okay. It doesn't make one person better than the other or, or anything. It just is what it is. So unless, Julie, people can find true connection and love for you, they shouldn't hire you. They shouldn't want to work with you. And I remember when that inner voice came in, I got so nervous. I was like, oh, this can't be true. I was so afraid to admit that truth because my gut knew. My gut knew that when I listened to the quote unquote experts, when I started listening to those book strategists, when I started listening to the big guys and shifted the focus and the gear towards the masses, it changed the alignment from me. And I, and I knew it in my bones. I knew it before it was happening. And then before I knew it, I had just gotten in it. And then I was like, how did I get here? Have you ever been in a place like that where it's like, you know, like you see the writing on the wall before it's even written, but like you, you get into the flow and in the motions of it anyways, even though you know it's not right for you. And then before you know it, you're just like, how did I get here? And I knew that I couldn't hide from that truth anymore. And so about halfway through the year of knowing this truth and praying about it and meditating it and journaling about it and just really being aware of like how much I, have sh I had shifted my messaging and my language and who I had been talking to for what? Just to try to fit some, some quota for a publishing house or just to kind of like fit into some box? And I was like, no, no more. I'm not doing this. This is not what I stand for. This is not an integrity with me. This is not what I teach my clients to do. All I ever do is coach my clients on standing in your decision-making power, knowing your worth and not taking anything less than that. And here I was taking less than that. So I made the decision to close down several of my offers that were made for more of the mass audience, big financial risk, big reputation risk, big risk of pissing people off, especially people who, again, they were just there to kind of like 
get something from me. They didn't really care about me, which did happen. But it was the first time in a long time that I felt truly in alignment. And although some people did leave, and honestly, I realized that they, they had to go because I wasn't the right mentor for them. Doesn't make them bad. Doesn't make me bad. Just wasn't right. The other beautiful thing happened is that a lot of people realized that there was a deeper connection there. And the new people came into my world and it created this really beautiful new wave. And all these new people that started coming into my world and that are now coming into my world or even people that are finding their way back to me. It's just like a breath of fresh air. It's like we're equal, but we're different. And that feels really good. It feels really good to own the fact that I'm not Walmart. Doesn't make Walmart bad, but that is not who I am. And honestly, what I've also realized is that when we are in alignment, what happens is that we actually sync up with our people. And it's usually because we care about them and they care about us. That's why they say, you know, you should hang out with successful people in your life. You know, the five closest people in your life should also be successful and should also be on the same kind of track of life that you aspire to have. And at first, I used to hate that thought when I was younger. I thought it was terrible. I thought it was superficial and very vapid. But what I understand now is that the more that you love and care about people, the more that you surround yourself with people who are going where it is that you want to go, the more that you all morph together, the more that you sync up and you grow together. And so for me, it wasn't so much about not supporting or not hanging out with quote unquote unsuccessful people. That's not it at all. It was about who you choose to surround yourself with, especially as a mentor. If you cannot find genuine love or connection with the mentor you choose or the people you choose to be around and learn from, then they're just another person with money online. And we meet so many people already online with money who do not fundamentally change us. So it's like, okay, cool, you're rich, but what does that do for me? In the case of caring for someone, when there's a relationship where you're able to connect with them and you feel their love for you, all of a sudden now, you and your mentor, you're a real part of each other's lives. I don't just feel like a stranger who is successful, rather, I'm a friend who gives you pearls of wisdom and support. But there's actually a love and a genuine connection there. And that's how alignment works. And I think when I was finally able to let go of this false God, false idea of having to be for the masses, I was able to speak to a very certain kind of woman. And I've always been clear on who I'm meant to serve and who I'm talking to, but this is deeper because of the impact it now makes. The kind of woman I've been talking to over the years, it, it has changed somewhat because I really believe that the focus and goal of being a mentor is to serve the people who are in similar proximities to your own growth and evolution as much as possible. 
My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. Now, because of the nature of my work and my story and how I got here in the first place, I know that I can still help people who are just starting out or who are going through difficult times. I think that the people who get, who get that see it. But I also believe that the people now who get the most benefit from my work today and really moving forward, they're not necessarily just your run-of-the-mill mass audience person. Again, there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm talking to a deeper person. I'm talking to that woman who she knows who she is. She knows who she serves. She knows that she has a vision and a purpose that goes bigger than just the surface. You know, she wants to go from, you know, five figures to six figures from six figures to seven figures, from seven figures to multi-million dollar years. You know, and then in my programs, if she's coming in at like five to $10,000 a month, she's going to hit six figures in no time. You know, just this year, I had a client who was in a program of mine who went from making like $3,000 a month to making $15,000 a month in a matter of 90 days, just with the programs. And it's because of of really tuning in to speaking to that certain kind of woman who wants more for her life, not just the mass audience person, because there's a difference. Doesn't make one better than the other, but there is a difference. It's like I've got this vortex for power and I speak to that power. I speak to people in their power who want to step more into their power. And I'm always speaking to the highest, highest version of who you are. Always. And now kind of going through this and, and feeling so deeply about the misalignment, I know that this industry supports everyone. I know that there is a coach out there for anyone who wants one. And because of that, no one is ever left behind. But I cannot support everyone as one person, nor would I want to. This, this beautiful online industry has been co-created with so many leaders at all levels where everyone can be nurtured. Therefore, I don't have to listen to the experts. I don't have to listen to the strategists. I get to listen to me. 
And I don't worry that there'll be people left behind if I don't include everyone and if I'm not for the masses and what I'm discussing or who I'm coaching, because I've built my own segment of what I do and how I roll in this industry. I don't have to be the Walmart of the industry for everyone to be successful. And I honestly think that that that, that idea was actually very scarce thinking, looking back on it by listening to the experts and by trying to hit the masses that came from really their own misunderstanding and misalignment of like how deep and effective and connective and intimate coaching can really be and from their own scarcity mindset. And that being said, now I trust that if I am speaking to a certain type of person, That person already has distinction. That person already has individuality. That person already has a dream and a vision. They've already been co-creating with their clients, with their vision, with their lives, everything that they're meant to be. So by the time that they find me, they just need to have the strength to follow through on that vision and not lose themselves. Because I see them rising so much higher than they can normally see in themselves. And I hold that power for them. And I hold that power with them. And I will hold them to that vision. But that is a personal choice and they have to be ready for that level of expansion. And that is not mass audience thinking. And if you're listening to this, I know that you get me because you're not a mass audience thinker. You have a distinction. You have a vision. You have a purpose. You have that deeper calling. You know that you do or you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. And I think the thing in all of this is every step in every chapter has a story. So I don't regret anything. Was it hard? Yes. I'm going to talk about that in just a minute with a little bit more detail. But I I truly believe that mistakes and challenges are good because it always leads us to that inner knowing if we're willing to listen. And as I've mentioned, like I have some friends in this industry that are very mass audience and they have millions of followers and they are so great at it. But that ain't me. I am not a quantity vibe. I am a quality vibe. And I now know that I am not for the masses. I am for the person who dreams of not only being where she wants to be, but really dreams of going where I continue to go so we can go together. That is who I serve. And there are people that come into my world who are literally making nothing, like zero who still know that they should do this. And they're just like, I don't care, Julie, you're my person. It doesn't make sense. I'm not even close to this yet, but I know this to be true for me. And some people, they're like closer than they think. So they're like, okay, I'm coming. Some people just know that I am the next logical step for them. So they come. Because here's the thing, there's always someone that you can relate to when you own who you are meant to serve right now. And honoring and owning this truth this year was so profound for me. And it took away so much resistance in my business. I can't tell you how much resistance I was feeling when I was trying to fit myself into this masses box. And the thing that I like most is that when you realize you are no longer of service to anyone, when you try to be of service to everyone, it is just earth shattering. Like this is my new motto. I am not Walmart. Is it your new motto too? If so, DM me on Instagram and let me know. I'm curious if this is resonating with you. 
And beyond that, I just believe after being a part of this world since 2016, that I have created a segment in this industry that does support everyone. Like, I don't have to worry about it. My, my podcast, my network, my connections, the people that I coach, I love what I do. And that trickle-down effect, that the trickle-down of years of my work, it's powerful stuff. I just met a woman earlier this week named Sydney who lives here in Nashville and she owns a marketing agency. And she literally told me that she's been listening to this podcast since its inception in 2017 and straight up started and scaled her marketing agency just from listening to this podcast. Like that is profound. So I know that in some way I do end up helping the masses and I'm proud of that, but I don't have to try to force that anymore. If it happens, it happens. But it's, it's not my job to try to fit into some box. And I also know that like I'm constantly putting things out there that are accessible to people like this podcast, like my free masterclasses, my self-study programs. I make price points free or accessible. But, but now knowing what the alignment is for me, I know that there is a ginormous difference between my podcast and my masterclasses and my self-study programs and my live programs and the proximity to work with me intimately and at a really deep level. The people that I'm serving in an intimate proximity level, they're just ready for something so much bigger and next level. And so for me, this was the entire kind of awakening for me this year. This was an entire rebirth year for me. And I had to readjust myself a lot this year. And I feel like I'm at a rebirth stage right now and that a lot has changed in my life. And I think that, that there's more to come. I know that there's a huge up level coming to me and to my world. And I've had the energy for it, but it takes a lot of preparation and work behind the scenes. It doesn't just happen. It is something that builds. And so I have to honor that. I have to honor the moments of misalignment and the mistakes that happen. And I think just giving ourselves permission to do this our way is so key. But if we keep bouncing up against these BS rules and these BS experts and these BS strategies and this old guard way of doing it, we're going to get out of alignment. You know, like that's even kind of why I like to do a lot on my own now. Like I don't have a massive team anymore. It's just not necessary at all, at least for what I want to build and where I'm going right now. I really do love the small but mighty approach. And when you have a big team or you start listening to a lot of people, Something that happens is that you kind of get sucked into what they're feeling and what they're hearing at the same time. Same thing that I did when I listened to all those people about the mass audience. You know, I remember when I had a bigger team, they would always like bring me these things, right? Like we would have these meetings and these launches and they would be like, okay, we've learned about this new strategy and this worked well for so-and-so. So you should start doing that. And I just remember being like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, absolutely not. It doesn't feel right. So you've got to stay true to what feels right for you. Then you can scale it. Then you can learn what works. Then you can get help if you need to. But trying to spread yourself to be everything, like, nope, not Walmart. No, thank you. And if you're doing this right now, if any of this is resonating with you, I want you to know that you're not alone. And I also want you to know that you can get off of that hamster wheel because it is a race to the bottom. 
if you're doing this, your work is going to be devalued because it's going to be blending in with all the other stuff out there. Now, another big challenge that I had to get to the other side of, and it really came roaring through this year, was, was what I call worshiping the process. And I'll give you an example. You know, a few years ago, I was offering this kind of very high-touch, high-impact program where um, you could work with me at a higher level. It was like around, I think, $15,000. And so I hired these, you know, quote-unquote experts, these strategy dudes who came in, and my goal was to try to make things more automated. That was the dream. I mean, that's always going to be the dream, right? (laughs) Automation, (laughs) if we can. But anyway you know, at the time it was like, how do we automate and how do we set all this stuff up? And sometimes, you know, they they wanted to kind of create like a bunch of free stuff. Like how do we create free stuff or how do we get somebody to buy something small to like warm them up into the bigger thing? And these guys called this, it was called a, you know, a tiny offer. So that was the model that um, you get people into a series of free information and then you get them to buy something small. And then the, the idea is that, that they will then, you know, buy something bigger at some point. And so at first I'm kind of like questioning this because I'm like, well, someone who's going to buy a $19 thing is not the same buyer of a $15, $15,000 thing. But they were like, oh, no, 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 no. You get people in and they spend 19 bucks on this smaller thing. They're going to upgrade to the next product. Do you just believe me? And so then not only were we creating these like tiny offers, but then I had to go and create this whole other tiny program to move people through the Ascension model, right? To move them to the higher thing. And so then I was creating like mini courses and then like a middle course and then a bigger course and then this lower end program because the new people that we were attracting still weren't buying the $15,000 offer. Now, remember my goal was to get people into the $15,000 program because that is the one that I loved. That is the one that was really changing people's business and lives. And it was my favorite thing to do at the time. It was my favorite work. And previously, before I hired these strategists, like I could just sell people in there directly, just showing up as me. We didn't have this issue, but all of a sudden it's like we created this problem. And the problem was Myself and my team became obsessed with, with this tiny offer thing. And I know it's like looking back on, I'm like, this makes no sense. Why on earth would we be focused on something that is $19 when we have amazing people investing in something that is higher level, that's actually moving the needle for them, that is actually changing their lives, that actually brings me joy. It's so silly to think about it, but yet this is what happens. And I know it happens a lot when you're out of alignment. And here's how I knew the moment that it happened. We were on a call and we were talking about, you know, the sales and the launch. And the problem that we had was that no one was buying the tiny offer. So then I would make changes and I would change the marketing and I would change the external marketing and I would get people to buy this tiny offer. And then I would change the marketing again. And then all of a sudden it just hit me. We're now focused on fixing a problem that we didn't even have before. And we're now changing who I'm calling in. We're now, again, that mass audience appeal, which is why we weren't attracting the right people to the right thing that we wanted to in the first place. Again, I'm not Walmart. What am I doing? (laughs) 
Now, I hope you guys are like following along with me. I'm being, I'm being very animated right now, but I wanted to share that example because I know so many of us who have gone through this. So here's the best thing. What I ended up doing is I ended up clearing it all out. I got rid of all the tiny programs. I got rid of all the lower offer things that weren't making sense. I re-engineered what I really wanted to do to attract the right and perfect people that I was truly meant to serve, that my heart really connected with. I knew who they were. Now I had to get my hands dirty again, but I figured it out. And it's just so fascinating to me because that's two times, two examples I've given you today of where I've done this in my business. It's so fascinating to me that often the women who get trapped into these like gimmicks like I did, you know, we're in these industries where these women are so bright and smart and sophisticated and bold and they're coming out with new things and they've got these innovative ideas. They're disrupting so much. But then we'll just turn over and bring in some quote unquote expert and just do whatever they say. And when this hit me and when I realized that I had done it twice, first time with this Tani offer and then the second time with the book, I was shaken up. I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done not listening to myself. Like, why am I trying to follow an old model? Why am I trying to follow what everyone else does? Why am I listening to anyone else? Why did I fall into this? Why don't I just do some testing on my own, talk to my clients that I love, come up with some new ways, and then if I want to, I can hire help for those pieces, right? But for some reason, there's this like abdication of responsibility because we have the loyalty to some process without even making sure the process is in true alignment for us. And you know what I've realized from this, and I've spent a lot of money on this, so you don't have to. I've made a lot of mistakes, a lot of expensive mistakes, so you don't have to. Half these experts are complete BSers. They're just, they're full of you know what. Half these people don't know what they're doing or what they're talking about. So you have to get really clear on who you resonate with, who you think understands you and your heart and your soul and your business and where it is that you want to go. Do they understand your niche? Do they understand your vision? Do they understand your people? Do they see what you're trying to do? Do they care about what you're doing? Do they care about you? Or are they just trying to shove you into some process? And I I could talk about this all day. I'm on fire about this, but I want to know if you like today. I want to know if you have felt this at all. Please DM me so I know I'm not alone. (laughs) Let me know if you're resonating with this. And I want to share a special message that I just received from a client of mine, Kate, who did some coaching with me this year. And she said, Julie, I'm relieved. I now have someone to talk to because no one has gotten this and gotten me in a really long time. And you saw something in me that I couldn't see in myself. And I now know that I'm not going anywhere. I want to work with you ongoing because if I'm not in a container where I am constantly held to this new vision and evolution of growth for myself, I'm going to lose it. And this is too precious and too important to lose. It really is about having somebody who can say, Here's something larger. Here's something greater. 
here's something more meaningful. And now I'm going to help you get there. And I'm going to hold this belief that I know is a reality for you. So how about you? I know you may have been listening to the podcast for a while. You may have been curious of what it's like to work with me personally. And I'd like to make an invitation if you'd like my support and guidance. There are two really amazing opportunities to work with me in a coaching capacity going into 2023. Now, I do specialize in supporting women leaders whose businesses are generating or are are on track to reach multi-six to seven or eight figures in revenue. But if you're starting at a five-figure revenue, it can still be a great fit for you depending on your goals and really how dedicated you are. I have a lot of women who are, you know, in that five-figure range and getting to the five to the six figures. So if you've been in this for a while, if you have evidence of a strong vision and a platform growth potential, it can work out beautifully. So number one is my mastermind Shine. Shine is a platinum, platinum level mastermind for high earning women who are looking to step into a global level of visibility and leadership. They are being called to a what's next arena of expansion and impact. Shine is ideal for those women who are ready to speak on big stages, publish books, attract national podcasts and media for their work. So this is really getting many of us into an intimate space and environment with some incredible discussions and moving to a much higher evolution of growth in your business. Now, applications for that are now open and you can find them in the show notes. We start in January, so it's coming up soon. Now, the next opportunity is Lux. And I'm so excited about Lux. Lux is bomb.com. It's going to be amazing. It's a curated mentorship experience for women that are currently focused on the scaling stages of their business really creating a credible brand and embracing the joy in their work. So during Lux, we are going to streamline and scale your offers so you create massive freedom and a flow of revenue into your life while being truly lit up by what it is that you do. Your desire is to gain information, ideas, and insights, as well as engage in high-level conversations with other women. There's going to be a mix of specific coaching direction and community support inside Lux. And the information for that is also in the show notes. So even if you're just curious, I encourage you to apply. You can click the link for Shine or Lux in the show notes or just DM me on Instagram. I'm easy. DM me on Instagram with the one that you want to hear more about and we can talk about it. And I just want to say that if you feel this is going to be a transformative year for you, and if you want that support, like client, my client Kate that I mentioned before, holding and helping you birth and hold that vision through the entire new year. Because if not, it's so easy to get sucked back down, no matter where you're at in business. I just gave you two prime examples of how that's happened to me. You will get sucked back down into the day-to-day and that vision's going to end up in some stinky old dusty drawer. You know, I love it when my clients tell me that it's amazing to have me on the calendar because it's, it's accountability. I'm pulling them back up and we just, we don't let it go. We deal with what's going on. We handle those triage moments. We handle the critical issues right in the moment. I talk them off the ledge. So being a, being a part of those conversations, being in a container like that, being able to be held to that higher level vision, it's incredible and you deserve it. 
So I'm going to put the links in the show notes for you. And please reach out, even if you're just curious. Maybe that is an action that you need to take just to create some type of ripple effect for you. And I would love to see you inside Shine or Lux. All right, friends, thank you so much for being here. If this resonated with you at all, please DM me on Instagram at Jill Solomon. Let me know what you connected with and I'll see you next week. Same time, same place. As always, thank you so much for joining me today and every week here on the Influencer Podcast. If you're wanting to dive deeper into the topics and discussions that we have here, I would encourage you to head over to juliesolomon.net and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is in our amazing newsletter community that we are able to really support you on a much larger scale. And I love to do a ton of amazing things that I send inside your inbox every single week. So just head over to juliesolomon.net. You'll see a little spot there that you can add your information in and you will get on the list and start receiving all all of that good stuff.